Welcome to the G3 Podcast. I am Virgil Walker. I'm here with Dr. Scott Annual. How you doing, sir? Doing well. You like the yeah. doctor, I, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice to hear. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it too often, man, because I don't want you to get... It's all right. You know, I want you to get the big head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Your wife, she really appreciated that, Yeah. Though. She she doesn't get to hear it very often. Right. So uh, when you when you put Dr. Becky Annual yeah. and her nameplate at dinner at the conference, she... Yeah. You earned some. Oh, I, yes. You earned some, that, some points with that. Becky. Was that was the point? <laughs> that was the point. I need to. I need points in my hip pocket. You never know when I have to cash those in. So, yeah. So how I, are you feeling? Like we're we're a week out of uh, conference, just finished recovery. I'm, I'm still recovering. Yeah. I'm still. I, I I on that Saturday after it was over with, and I know we'll do a whole post conference kind of review. On the Saturday after the conference was over, about 3 o'clock, I was in my room and I was watching the back end of kind of Saturday college football. Uh-huh. And I've never played football at, at any kind of a level, maybe you know junior high or something like that. But I saw this linebacker just make this massive hit, knock this guy just sideways about five feet. I know what a linebacker is, by the way. Oh, that's good. Just, that's yeah. good. Go I'm trying not to laugh because I'll probably choke up a lung. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I thought that's exactly whatever that guy's feeling when he got up. That's exactly how my body feels right about now. Yeah, plus, you and I both had some cold or yes. something. Yep. It was so you're coming funny. out of it. Though. I'm, I'm I'm coming out of it. I'm yeah. still. I, I wish my voice were more like this a week ago. Yeah, I was hoarse, but yeah. anyway, Lord and was good. And good conference. We'll do a whole whole post conference yeah. debrief yeah. Uh, coming yeah. up here soon. And I'm so. I'm, try, I'm trying not to laugh too much, or else I'll choke up a lung. But that <laughs> that, that said, man, you know, there's a the number of things that we have brewing. I, I wish we could say that once a conference is over. You know, we go into kind of hibernation and mm-hmm. kind of holiday mode and spending our time kind of resting and relaxing. And that's not at all the Full case. Full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. We've got G3 Plus and uh, we're pushing forward with that. Got, you know, subscriptions coming in, content coming in. Kind of yep. kind of talk a little bit about what, what's going on with yeah, that. Yeah, really excited. We unveiled that last week and a lot of interest already. Wonderful sort of upgrade to the whole app experience uh, trusted content in the palm of people's yeah, hands. Yeah. So everything that we've ever produced is already there in G3+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Conference archives, uh, episodes of this podcast, all sorts of things. Um, but we've also, as we mentioned in the uh, a couple, couple episodes ago when we unveiled it, we've partnered with other ministries uh, that that we trust to get their content in people's hands too. Yeah. So Justin Peters, uh, so many other ministries, Heart Cry, yep. Media Gratia, ACBC, and that's only ACBC, yep. and that's yep. only going to continue to grow. Uh, we've we've just added. We've got biblical Greek course yep. on there. Did I see you had Hebrew in we there? We just well? added a biblical Hebrew, yeah. and and it's actually it, anybody can use it, but it's actually geared towards children. Yeah. So this is something that homeschooling families can use in the context of their homeschool. Uh, so we're going to be continuing to add every week new content, and already uh, content from our national conference yeah. is starting to drop yeah. in G3+. Yeah. So check it out. Use coupon code G3PODCAST. Mm-hmm. When you subscribe at plus.g3min.org. So in order to use that coupon code, you have to subscribe online. Mm -hmm. But then you can download the app and you can sign into your account. You get a a month free, tons of content, continually growing. So we're we're really excited about that. That's like our next big 
uh, our big development with G3 Ministries. Yeah. And, we're, and we've been working on that for a long yeah. time yep. and excited to see it coming, excited for you to have that uh, that kind of content, rich content in the very palm of your hand. So yeah. definitely want to take advantage of it. Event-wise, uh, you know, this this uh, episode is, is dropping in right after that. You, me, uh, Josh, and a number of others head off to, uh, to uh, is it Switzerland? Or Scotland? Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, we're going to Scotland first. Okay, Switzerland. Going... Switzerland's like a far, far, far away far from away. from the UK. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. You do have your plane tickets. I got oh, my plane okay. tickets, yeah, yeah. and I actually have a passport. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. no, that... it's the it's the it's the British Reformation, Reformation History Tour. Tour. Yes. Looking forward to that. Phil Johnson, Owen Strand. Uh, be a wonderful time of uh, talking about the Reformation. Yeah. In that area, seeing the important sites uh, of, of various events. So yeah, so Edinburgh, Scotland yes. first, and then we're going to London, spending some time there. Oxford, various places. I'm I'm yeah. extremely excited. Absolutely a novice, obviously by what <laughs> by what I just said. I, I will say this, you know, for me, I think I was I was sharing this with somebody at the conference uh, the other time. It, you know, in 2021, when I when I came on on staff uh, in 2020 to to love to work toward the 21 conference, uh, the national conference, I was like, you know, head was just spinning. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, I tell people, I just kind of rode shotgun with, with Josh. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of managing everything. I got, I got a chance to learn it and try to do so at a, at a high rate and then manage things. And the, and then with the 2023 conference, uh, you know, I shouldered the big burden of that yep. and then kind of farmed out uh, different pieces that I could not handle. And, and uh, you guys were just just phenomenal in helping helping all that run smoothly. The British Reformation Tour is very similar uh, in that I get to ride shotgun yep. uh, with guys who've been there and done that. You've been in that part of the world mm-hmm. before. Uh, Josh absolutely has done these before. So I kind of get to ride shotgun and figure out how all of this is pieced together right. uh, before kind of taking over and, and running uh, the, the future Reformation Tours mm-hmm. and, and and, uh, and, and history and history tours that we uh, that we have here at G three. Yeah. So we've got that October twentieth through the twenty seventh. And if that weren't enough, uh, we've got more things happening yep. after the after the British Reformation tour. We've got more things happening. The twenty twenty four expository preaching workshop yep. that's taking place January seventeenth through the eighteenth in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Um, that's going to be an awesome time for folks yeah. to kind of gather. They're going to be walking through a Working through Second uh, Timothy, uh, March nineteenth and twentieth, the biblical worship workshop right here in our own backyard yep. here in Douglasville. We've got that brewing as well. Uh, we've got two regional conferences as well. As if uh, as if one wasn't enough, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do two in twenty twenty four. I'll do two in twenty twenty four. We've got the Reformation uh, Conference that's happening May 9th through eleventh there at Countryside Bible Church. Yep. Now we're extremely excited about Texas. that. It's gonna be we'll be in South Lake Texas. Uh, and then, of course, the, the, the biggie, the granddaddy, uh, everybody's excited about the cessationist conference. Yep. Uh, mark your calendars October 3rd through the 5th of 2024. So our whole year is packed. Absolutely packed. Lots going on. Lots going on. And uh, we want you to be a part of it. So definitely get on g3men.org. Look and see, A, where we're going to be, B, what you can take advantage of, and uh, and just, just get registered. Uh, get connected with us, whether it's through the app, through an expository preaching workshop, uh, a worship workshop, or one of the conferences. We definitely want you to be uh, in the building. It's with that, man, that I, I talked a little bit about uh, my coming on board uh, here at G3, December 2020, 
we were walking right into a national conference. Uh, as we did, uh, you came on staff. Mm-hmm. One uh, month before the conference. Yeah, one month before the <laughs> conference. Uh, kind of got announced, and then your your whole process kind of got folded into mm-hmm. everything that was happening. Uh, when I came on, there was a little bit of time, and so there was kind of an, a little bit of an introduction and kind of a walk-up as to who I was, what I was doing, what my role was. Uh, that didn't necessarily happen for you. Um, and what I wanted to do, especially since Josh is not here, is I, I had a, just a curious question as I kind of thought about this particular podcast, and that is – I wanted to hear a little bit about your history and, and for you to share that uh, with those who are listening. A little bit about your history, kind of where you came from, what maybe education, all mm-hmm. of that. And then when you looked at the opportunities out there for you and your your family moving forward, why G3? Yeah. Why why would you come to to this place, this space in the middle of Douglasville, you know, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh to 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 set up shop. Yeah. And so kind of walk us through yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the, the the previous 10 years before coming to G3, I was on faculty at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, our family had moved there in 2010 for me to do uh, to, to do the PhD, and we're planning on just being there a couple years and, uh, and and moving back to South Carolina where we lived. At that at that point, I had sort of a, a, a traveling, writing, speaking ministry in the area of worship. Worship, mm. theology, and philosophy is sort of uh, my my core area of, of speaking and writing um, I my you know my background uh, very very heavy grew up in a musical family in a church with an emphasis on music and worship also but I've also had an equal sort of love for theology and philosophy mm-hmm. and so those those two together have always sort of driven my education my ministry uh, I've got degrees in both music and theology, sort of climaxing in that PhD with with which really combined theology and and philosophy of worship, mm. um, and uh, and you know I've been writing on that topic, speaking on that topic. So, but within uh, a year of starting the PhD work at Southwestern, I was asked to teach adjunct in 2011, and then was hired full time in 2012 on on the faculty and taught there for 10 years. Wow. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm out. That's I love, you know. I love teaching. I love writing. I love that that academic world. Uh, the SBC wasn't. I didn't grow up in the SBC. Um, you know, I literally was. I, I literally was a Southern Baptist for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved moved to Fort Worth. I I want to say when we moved to Fort Worth in 2010. That was the first time I'd ever stepped foot into a Southern Baptist church. Wow! I sort of grew up in interestingly, you know, sort of independent Baptist churches, but uh, reform influence, like not the KJV yeah. only revivalist kind of wacky uh, side. You know, my pastor growing up was a Calvinist, yeah. uh, rich theology, rich rich worship, and all of that. Um, but but didn't really have any connection to the SBC. But very thankful. Obviously, there's a lot of really good pastors and and people within the SBC. had a had a wonderful um, you know time there teaching. Good colleagues. You know enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. I've got um, two. But that's, I got, I got, that's sort of the context. I got yeah. two questions. One yeah. is what what was the when 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 you made the move from kind of the kind of the the, the fundamentalist Baptist settings, independent yeah. independent Baptist right. settings, to the SBC was there was there questions debates challenges issues yeah, there yeah you know i often say you know again so when when you talk about sort of the independent baptist world right. it is not monolithic right. i mean there's some wackos out there yep. 
I really grew up in what I consider, I'm biased, but I, you know, I think it's true, sort of the best version of that, mm-hmm. right? It's expositional preaching. You know, my pastor preached from the New American Standards, so not King James only, right. not Arminian, not all of that. Um, so really thankful for that. But at the same time, you know, the sort of the history of, of those movements, the emphasis is on standing firm for, for biblical truth which is a great strength. Like yeah. the, the circles I was in never had to fight the inerrancy debates that right. the SBC did, for right. example. Right. Um, but as with as is the case with so many things, your your greatest strengths can also be your greatest weaknesses. So sometimes there can be perhaps an over-separatism because of that. Uh, you stand firm for doctrine, but then any, everything becomes, uh, you know, something to separate over. Yeah. So yes, when I... When I went to teach at Southwestern, there were some raised eyebrows and I some bet. questions, like yeah. what, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but people knew where I stood. I didn't change my theology one iota. Mm. I didn't compromise what I believed, particularly in the area of, of worship and, and other areas of theology. Mm-hmm. And so I think over time, people began to realize, oh, okay, so you know, there, the, the last 10, 15, 20 years with an evangelicalism um, you know, the lines have been shifting, alliances have been right. have been changing. Right. A lot has has happened in the last even ten years. So, uh, so yeah, there it, it was an interesting sort of shift. Yeah. Um, but all in all, very thankful, and it was, it was a good time. Second question is: Had you always planned, based upon your your education, had you always planned to be an academician? Did you always plan to be in seminary teaching? Yeah, no. My my initial plan and initial ministry was full time church ministry. I was an associate pastor in Rockford, Illinois, for five years, First Baptist Church there, while I was doing some grad work as well at Northern Illinois University uh, in musicology and aesthetics. Um, but over time, I've always loved to teach. I've always loved to write. Mm -hmm. And so it was while I was in full-time church ministry there that I began to, I wrote my first book, began to blog. That was like 2003, 2004, right when blogging was really sort of taking off. And so, uh, began to get invitations to speak in churches on the, on the subject of worship, um, and then began to write more and more. And then, like I said, I, I then launched a ministry, was full-time traveling for a couple of years. Wow. Um, but I had this, I, I just sort of grew, grew in this love of teaching and even academic writing, mm-hmm. and, and that's why I decided, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go do this Ph.D., mm-hmm. um, which I went to Southwestern because, you know, at the time, and it's still fairly true, although there are more options, there are few Ph.D. programs that sort of combine theology and and the worship side as right, well. Southwestern right. at that time was about the only one that existed. That's wow. that's why I went. Wow. And then ended up spending 12 years there. Teaching so, there. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that process of teaching, being there for 12 years. That's a long time to be there. Yeah. What you what your thoughts were as you kind of walked through and 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 over the course of that particular period of time watching the SBC go through just incredible gyrations and yeah. based upon identity, mm-hmm. uh, uh, styles of worship. I mean, all of that was transpiring at that time. How did you kind right. of navigate that? Yeah. So, um, you know, the SBC too, of course, is not monolithic, which right. is part of its problem. Right. But I will say this, we, you know, within a month of, of being in Fort Worth, found a wonderful Reformed Baptist church with Reformed Worship, Church of Christ the King. It's it's now part of the G three Church Network. Still, you know, we had we had some of our, our folks there at the national conference last week. Yep. If if we had not had that church, we would not I would we would not have stayed. I would yeah. have not have accepted the faculty position. 
Um, because now, were, you, were you a Calvinist at the time? Oh yeah. So being at Southwestern as a Calvinist, right. that was the, interesting. Yeah. You know, of course, Paige Patterson was president yep. who hired me. Yep. Um, you know, he. I don't want to get into a whole lot of details. He, you know, but he um, he hired me specifically because of my theology of worship. He said, "I I like that you're a young guy who has a more conservative theology. We we need guys like you to sort of push against the really crazy." you know, seeker-sensitive, wild things that are happening in worship. So that's why he hired me. The questions about soteriology certainly came up. Uh, but he, he he would always say, I don't care if you're Calvinist as long as you evangelize. Right. And so, like, okay, no problem there. So right. there were there were several of us on faculty who were who were Calvinistic. Um, and I, I was never told what I could and could not teach. Yeah. I had full liberty. I'm so thankful for that. Uh, really, you know, again, very thankful uh, for for that time. Eventually, I was put in charge of a, of a PhD program that I was in charge of for about the last half. And that, by the time I left, that was what I was almost exclusively doing. Wow. I was teaching some graduate, a couple graduate level classes as well. Um, but thoroughly enjoyed that, just equipping, you know, equipping students in sort of the deeper theology of worship at at a, at a PhD level. Wow. Um, so, you know, very thankful for that. That time and that experience yeah. for sure. So, so as you as as you as you're seeing things change, transform. What is it? Go, what's going on in your mind that causes you to think about a change? Yeah. So really, you know, the the first thing that happened was was all of the the, the wokeism and the 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 in, you know the uh, invasion of of social justice ideology. Um, I heard about the statement on social justice and the gospel before it came out. Actually, Laramie, Laramie was the one who told me, uh, you know, Mr. Engineer back there, yeah. who told me about it because his pastor was connected to uh, to Josh and Tom Buck and some of the guys involved. I, I actually hadn't, I don't think I had he- even heard of G3 Ministries or even, or Josh Bice before I heard about the statement. Wow. It was the statement that, that first introduced me okay. to, both to Josh and, uh, and, and, now, had you, and you hadn't spoken at a G3 before no, that? No, no. Okay. So this was, uh, yeah. So I heard about the statement. I actually got access to the statement before it was officially published. I immediately signed it. Now that was, that was right after Paige Patterson had, had been let go. So we were in an interim right. period at Southwestern. Right. So I, I felt like I had a little bit, little bit more Liberty, freedom, freedom yeah. although I did get scolded for, for signing it. Yeah. Uh, not so much signing it, I guess. I, once I signed it, and I think then Josh found out I signed it, right. I ended up, I was one of, I think, only two Southern Baptist seminary professors in all of the six SBC seminaries who signed the statement. Wow. So I think that's how I got on Josh's radar. Yep. Um, well, so he put me on the main page, you know, among different people who yep. had signed it. Yep. The Dallas Morning News contacted me and said, hey, we saw this statement. Would you write, would you be willing to write an op-ed piece for the Dallas Morning News, wow. like a major, yeah. major newspaper yeah. in Dallas? My first reaction was, man, I don't want, I don't want to do this. You know, the, you know, I'm, you don't I'm want get, any more get, attention. Yeah. yeah. But I thought, my goodness, the Dallas Morning News is asking me to publicly proclaim the gospel. I'm not going to lose this opportunity. Right. So I wrote an op-ed and the title of the op-ed was the gospel solves all injustice or something right. like that. And, right. and basically the whole thing was how, yes, there is injustice in the world. And the answer is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's great. Yeah. And then I put a little tag on the, on the end. You know, this is why I'm so thankful to sign this statement, et cetera. Yeah. I did get scolded for for doing that wow. at a seminary. Yeah. Um, so that was my first contact. So that and that was the first time I'm I'm, I'm seeing okay. There's there's 
there's deep problems in the SBC that are starting to concern me. Uh, that that was uh, the first time Josh and I were connected. He called me just to thank me for, mm-hmm. for signing it, mm-hmm. uh, asked me to be on a panel for the 2020 G3. So that was my first G3 yeah. in January of 2020. Uh, so we were actually on platform at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the first time that Daryl and I had ever been on the platform at G3 was, okay. in, was in 2020. Um, we, we did, a, yeah. our podcast, podcast. Our, li- yep. our live podcast about yep. wokeism right. and, and kind of dealt with that, that, those issues. I, I remember hearing about you, but didn't okay. know who you were yeah. at that point. Yep. Um, and then circling back by the time I got here, you were, your name was kind of surfacing yeah. as, as someone that, that, that Josh, you know, wanted to pursue for, right. for the role right. that you're in. Yeah. So. yeah. So, but all, all right around that time too, was the upheavals having at the seminary. Uh-huh. Paige Patterson was let go. Adam Greenway was hired. Um, I was actually on sabbatical in the UK wow. when Greenway was hired Within a month, he fired twenty-five of my faculty colleagues. Wow. I'm sitting. I'm sitting there in Scotland, wondering if I'm going to come back. Not from Switzerland, Sweden, right? Not Switzerland. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> wondering if I'm going to come back to a job. Right now, thankfully, I think pre- predominantly because I had a successful PhD program, I was kept on. We got a new dean. New faculty came on, who then I developed a really wonderful working relationship with, and really, really a friendship with. So I was, I was secure. Mm-hmm. I was thriving, but I was growing concerned. Mm. And um, and so when, when Josh called me about the potential of coming, I, I had not sought out another position, but I do remember praying and, and, and asking the Lord, I don't know if you want me to stay here. If you want me to leave, please just drop something in my lap. Right. Like I didn't want to have to go start pursuing right. and sending out resumes. This wasn't like a fleece or anything. Like you weren't putting out a fleece. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I did ask him for that. Sure, I mean, absolutely. Just, that was a desire. Right, you know? right, right. I saw the writing on the wall. Um, I Again, I was secure at, at that point, but I just didn't know what was going to happen. Sure. And now we've we've seen what's happened since at yeah. Southwestern. I, yeah. You know, it's just, it's tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when, when Josh called me, I just obviously was immediately interested. And and one of the biggest reasons, you know, again, I thoroughly <laughs> loved my time at Southwestern, was never told what I could and could not teach, had right. wonderful relationships with right. faculty colleagues, with my dean, with other with other administrators. But I never felt like I was in a ministry that I could fully endorse and support everything that was happening. Right, right. You know, things would go on and be like, oh my goodness, what is that? You yeah. know. Now it's a big enough place where I didn't have to, you know, participate in everything, right, you know. Right. But the the opportunity to be in a ministry, <clears throat> not only you know in a in a leadership team capacity yep. to be able to drive it, yep. that's attractive, yep. of course. Yep. But to be in a ministry where I feel where I where I'm confident, man, theologically, philosophically, just every aspect of what we're doing, yeah. I am a thousand percent on board. Yes. Was super attractive. It's huge. Right. Yeah. So that was probably the biggest initial attraction. <clears throat> and then to be on the ground floor of some of the things, you know, because uh, he, you know, he told me he's bringing you on to continue. When he, when he first when he first called me, I was like, I don't want to run a conference. That's just not right, me. Right, right, So then when I find out, okay, Virgil Walker is going to come be part of the leadership team. He's going to be in charge of all the conferences. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, that yeah. sounds great. And then when it was like, we want you to expand, help to expand the the 
the, you know, the G3 press and yes. all the content. Yes. Like, well, that's exactly how that's I'm geared, wheelhouse. right? Yeah. And to be able to be on the ground floor to help, floor to help to build and, and drive that was also super Very attractive, attractive as well. Yeah. yeah. How did your family respond to all of this? How'd your wife respond, the kids, yeah. all of that? Becky, you know, we're, we just, we've got a great relationship of communication. So we're walking through everything together through all the turmoil. She's so a she's, thinker. She's not, you know, she's not, you know, right. just quiet as kept. She's going to, she's going to tell you what she thinks yeah. and, and is thinking about things right, as well. Right, right. So, so it, it didn't come out of nowhere for her. Yeah. And she's immediately on board, Good. you know, ready to go. It was probably the, the hardest for my older kids, sure. mainly because leaving, leaving our church yeah. and just the friendships that they had there. Yep. Um, Caleb, my oldest, he's never liked change, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, so it was probably hardest for them. My two little ones, you know, they're, they're little enough. It it really wasn't a big deal. Um, but, but very quickly just being here in the church and, and, uh, and all of that, uh, the older ones, you know, are, are thrilled now. So, so let me, let me ask you what, a couple of thoughts, what is the thing that surprised you most when you got here? Uh, and the thing that you've been most excited about that you, maybe something unexpected that you're excited about. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, I don't know what I'm surprised about. I don't, I don't know that I've anything has, has surprised me um, because I knew we're building from the ground up, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think it's it's been what I expected, Good. I guess. Good. Other than the guy whose office is like right near me. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I knew who you were, but didn't know, you know. Yep. How, how, how we crazy get along, is he? You know, yeah, how, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, man, we just, we had, we had some conversations right away early on. Yep. It was clear. Yep. This is good. This is yeah. going to be just fine. It's going to be just fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I guess that, that may be the biggest surprise and yeah. thing I'm most thankful for. Yeah. I'm thankful absolutely. for you, man. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. You know, just love, love, uh, love everybody here. Love the church. Yep. Love working with, with Josh and, now Laramie and other other part time yep. uh, positions we're bringing on. So yeah, I don't think anything has surprised me. Um, I think I, I'm everything I, I I sort of expected coming in is now happening, and mm-hmm. that is exciting. Yeah, right. Seeing yes. I mean, we we started talking about a G three plus like yep. app from the very beginning. beginning. How yeah. how are we going to do this? How are we going to make this work? Yeah. So seeing these things now come, come to fruition. fruition. Yeah. Um. You know, I I told uh, at a lunch last week in 2021. Um, man, that was a great conference for me. I had very few responsibilities, right, right. you know, but I was at one of the lunches and I got up and I said, here's, here are our plans, right. you know, G3 press and curricula and this and that. And so two years later yeah. to be able to stand up there and say, say yeah. Hey, we, we did what we promised absolutely, and to go into the bookstore and see G3 press yes. and we've got 25 titles yes. in two years. Yes. So that's been, you exciting. know, really exciting. Yeah. And, and, and it's not just about producing the things it's it's hearing from people yeah hey this book has been so helpful to me this this you know this this blog post these video resources this curriculum has been so useful to our church yeah that is really exciting because that is why we exist absolutely absolutely man that's good stuff i i'll I'll briefly share when i came in my first experience with G3 was in 2017, came to the first conference and was blown away, kind of a wide-eyed kid in a candy store. Where did you first hear about it? Uh, I was, at, uh, I was at, at home. I'd been watching online since, tw- since 2013. Okay. And uh, loved what I was seeing, looked forward to the opportunity to come. Uh, they, had, they had just rented the GICC. It was the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. I thought this would be a great time for me to go. And was blown away. 
absolutely mm-hmm. blown away from the outset. Loved everything I was experiencing. And so uh, for me, after that, every year I came back. I was an associate uh, pastor there in uh, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, doing discipleship stuff. And the church was so gracious in that they paid for me to, to come, yeah. uh, gather materials, get ideas, and go back. And so uh, that was kind of my kind of rinse and repeat. I'd come back 17, 18, 19. Uh, of course, by, by late 18, 19, the, the Just Thinking podcast had started. Mm-hmm. And so a, a lot of kind of uh, notoriety, folks kind of knowing who I was, began to take place. And, and as a result of that, coming to the conferences, were, there was just another layer of fun to that yeah. as people kind of recognized who I was and, and, and what I was contributing in that space. In 2020, when we did our first podcast uh, there, uh, live at the G3 conference, I had heard about you mm. uh, and kind of the worship piece. I, I think the thing that intrigued me about you was the combination of the the worship and theology right. combining and so that's very rare it is and yeah. so that that was kind of that kind of stuck with me uh I, from that point on i'd watched you online mm. uh, on twitter just kind of tracking with what you were writing and kind of looking at some different things um and just kind of kind of out, out of the periphery because i had just started conversations with josh about october of 2020 uh he had kind of reached out and said hey i've got a job opportunity for you we were we had begun having those conversations in July of 2020, mm-hmm. um, but uh, October job offer comes. By December, I'm on on staff, and uh, like you, I'm looking at these two opportunities because he had a kind of an editor in chief kind of role, and I'm thinking you definitely don't want me doing that. <laughs> and then he, he said, "Well, this is the conference piece," and I'm like, "Man, I would absolutely love to knock that out." And so I think he said he he originally was envisioning that all as one role. There's and that no would have been a way. nightmare. <laughs> They've been a nightmare for anybody. <laughs> yes, for anybody. And so, so it was it was smart to divide it. Yes, and then yes, and so yeah. when I came on, it was kind of the the deal. It was kind of the, the the me and Josh show, and as you know, as the guys here know, man, I'm I'm big about culture. I'm big about relationships, and so any kind of movement or change, I'm kind of well, let's who is this and mm-hmm. why are they coming and kind of that deal. So there was for me a little bit of tension. Like I loved what I was experiencing. I'm thinking now who who is Scott and what's he going to bring <laughs> and uh, and so the, the beauty of it though was being able to have a conversation with mm-hmm. you. And just saying, hey, here's here are my concerns, and you were just up front. Hey, if I step on your toes, you let me know, and you know, vice versa, and we'll we'll line this out. And man, from that point on, it's been an absolute joy yep. uh, as we've kind of navigated things moving forward and processed things. And I'm learning so much from you. I'm hopeful that that you're picking Absolutely. up things from me as yeah. well. And uh, as I think about packing up my family, and, and this is something I want to toss back to you as well. As I thought about packing up my family and taking them across the country from Omaha. Nebraska to Douglasville, Georgia, uh, to work on this thing called G3. There were so many things that were attractive to me, mm-hmm. uh, not the least of which uh, was was rolling up my sleeves and building something and building something that lasts, building yeah. something that's sustainable, um, and 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 being a being a benefit to other local pastors in the same way that G3 had been a benefit mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, you know, educating, encouraging, equipping local churches, uh, sound biblical theology, all for the glory of God, not for the glory of in, in, any any in, in individual. And I'm grateful uh, that that's kind of how Josh runs this. Mm-hmm. It's not about him. It's not right. about him as a figurehead. But uh, we get to kind of do what God has called us to do in this ministry and use every single. That's the uh, one of the things I love. Being able to use every single gift that God mm-hmm. has given me in every yeah. every area uh, that we engage in. 
But as I thought about packing up my family, I thought I can see myself doing this uh, until it's all over. Mm -hmm. Right. I can see myself doing this and and hopefully leaving a mark uh, on on society, on culture, on the church uh, that has lasting impact. Uh, And and that was worth packing up and moving for. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Uh, just to think about all the things. I mean, we've got we've got plans that you know that are not even announced yet, and right. dreams, and uh, so continuing to develop what we've already done, and just thinking thinking forward about uh, so many things. You know, I I can't imagine you know stopping. We're, yes. we're not going to stop. No, you know, no. yeah. I mean, you mentioned the conference. We just finished national conference, and we've got you know four or five other things coming up. Yep. Right? There's no there's no break. Yep. Um, but again, it's because of what the vision is. It's because of what our mission is, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So I after after we moved across country, uh, you know, I told Josh. I said, I said, I, I hope you're ready for me to stay till I, you know, till I die because yeah. I'm not moving again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's you know half joke just because of the pains of moving. Yes. But it's also truth too, yeah. just because of of the impact that this ministry has had for so many years, just being a conference and now the continued impact through so many other avenues and and arms of the ministry that are continuing to to grow. Yeah. If you can't tell, we're incredibly grateful to be here at G3, incredibly grateful for the impact that has already taken place, incredibly humbled by uh, those who had gone before us, the the Praise Mill Baptist Church and and Mm -hmm. the heavy lift that they did uh, in order to make G3 a a reality and, and allow us to now come and, and pick up the ball and, and, and roll forward. Uh, we definitely know we need more people to help us in this process. And so we're, we're always looking for uh, talented people to come and help and assist. And we've got some amazing folks who volunteer a lot of their time mm-hmm. for free stuff and, and things like that and, and, and the like. And so we're incredibly, incredibly grateful. As we wrap this this uh, particular podcast, any last words, any encouragements that you would you would want to? Yeah, oh, you well, got, you got I mean, books I, got to, book, yeah. I, I always have to push books. you got to uh, push you know, books, I, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and I was just, you know, the, that's the exciting thing too. You know, my years teaching, I, you know, I produced some books. I mean, this, you know, biblical um, change from glory into glory is yes. really sort of, I, I taught a class for the full 10 years I was there mm-hmm. on a theology of worship yeah. and wrote this on my sabbatical. And then to be able to now produce out of those years. And I, re- I really just feel like the, the two books I wrote this past year, Musing on God's Music, yeah. on the Psalms and Citizens and, and, and Exiles, yeah on sort of Christianity and culture are sort of, you know, sort of the apex of, of all that ministry yeah. as well. So I, th- those are, those are two of my favorites, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. So I'm just excited to be able to, and even just like biblical foundations of corporate worship yep. to get specifically targeting towards, you know, pastors and people in reformed churches, yeah. particularly reformed Baptist churches who haven't really thought carefully about worship. Yeah. You won't say it. I will. Every, every pastor should have that book in their hands. Yeah. I appreciate that. Every single, every single yeah. one. It's yeah. that good. Yeah. So did I did I put a did I put an endorsement in that one? Oh yeah, you you got it. I think you're right here. Nice. In, well, inside somewhere. Yeah. I, no, I, you do. You, I hope. You, hopefully, got I've got something right there. In there. Virgil Walker. There you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. now it's going to sell well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's just so. I just think about you know the the way the Lord has directed my path, and now being able to focus that energy into us, for lack of a better word, a constituency, a, a G three family yeah. of churches, of pastors, of people. Where there's this common desire for um, for upholding the sufficiency of Scripture, Absolutely. expositional preaching, yep. every aspect of our lives and ministry being reformed according to Scripture, that's that's what 
gets me up every morning. That's, and that's what's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, good deal. We're grateful that you joined us uh, for this edition of the G3 Podcast. Join us next time right here for our next episode.